I tried to go home and see him that night, but I didn't go in. There was a car in the driveway and just... A car? Did you see who it belonged to? There was a lady wearing a neck brace. He was talking to her in the doorway and then she went inside. I th think they were arguing. Hmm. So you didn't know her? No. You tell me what the car looked like. Uh, it was a little red convertible. Was it a Corvette? It was banged up pretty good too, like she was in an accident. I'd know it if I saw it. Dr. Brennan, I found something unusual during my microscopic Baby, examination of the bones. These dun, faint dun, microfractures dun, appear dun, in a diagonally dun, descending pattern. Now I'm aligning bones episode. <laughs> type of microfracturing before in automobile accidents it's caused by the compression of a taut seatbelt so then a pattern on the left rib cage indicates that the victim was a passenger on the right side of the vehicle very good mr bray dr saroyan gave me the job oh what persuaded her i did i was honest with her about my, my need and my ability well why wouldn't you have done that before because she's my boss and i was nervous so you're a coward by nature what no. But you just said... Forget it. You know, Dr. Brennan, you may not realize it, but you can be extremely abrasive. Oh, no. I I'm well aware of that. <sighs> so I have something else to tell you now that we're just getting it all out in the open. Shoot. When you leave your socks on during sex, I feel like I'm making love to a guy in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good or a bad thing? That spoke to you, huh? For the viewers at home, I've never ever done that before. Oh, never. Carbonized wood. Check it out. I guess that does look a little like carbonized wood. Red oak, as a matter of fact. Who's the king? Oh yeah, I'm I'm the king. I'd be happy to crown you. Oh, is that honesty, or are you just being mean? Hello, my name is Andrew. And my name is Ava. And you're listening to the Bad Television Show, where we watch what is, by our standards, a bad television show. Tonight, we're watching Season 6, Episode 22 of Bones, starring Emily Deschanel and David Boreanaz. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Uh, Wikipedia calls the show a crime procedural comedy drama series, and it's currently airing on Fox and has been for 10 seasons which in dog years is almost 212 episodes. Have we, have we reached the halfway mark? I think we're way over halfway at this point. Are we supposed to give the uh, listeners at home a recap of what's going on so far? Well, we've already been talking over it. Yeah, but I thought that's what Well, if you've never watched Bones before, and... Uh, I can't see why they would ever be. You would never watch Bones. Um, usually at the beginning of the show, they find a dead body. Somebody finds a dead body somewhere, right? Um, and what they've been doing in the later seasons is like... Oh, oh, let's clarify. It's usually not a dead body. It's usually the bones of somebody. There's no flesh. There's no body. Well, that's a that's an interesting... Uh, uh, that's an interesting question. Are bones a dead body? Yes, I think it's safe <laughs> no. to say that bones means a dead body. No, they're not. No. no. How do you get bones otherwise? Bones.
bones are the skeletal remains. Of a dead body? Yeah. A dead body would mean, like, flesh. All right, all right, all right. At the beginning of the show, (laughs) somebody finds a dead body, which could be bones, because a lot of the times it may not be just bones. Can we just say the remains of somebody? The remains of somebody is found. And what they've been doing in the the most uh, the later seasons, um, or the, starting in about uh, season f- four or five, is um, some random person you've never met before that's not part of the usual cast finds them. In this episode, a peeping Tom is peeking out uh, and looking at women in a uh, a shower and. Um, Somebody spots him and he falls into a flower bed and finds a dead body, which stares him into um, masturbation-free future. I think it's important to note, though, that the peeping Tom was clearly an adolescent boy, so it's not really supposed to be creepy. It's just supposed to be entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I wonder if peeping Tom was like, I don't know, Dan Rather or somebody. <laughs> Why Dan Rathers? Uh, Why is that your go-to for Peeping Tom example? Well, it's not. I just thought of that off the top of my head. Yeah, go-to. Go-to. <laughs> no, go-to would be if I kept using it as a Peeping Tom. <laughs> we haven't watched that many episodes so far, so the next time there's a Peeping Tom and I use Dan Rather, then you can use that terminology. It's a go-to Peeping Tom example. All right, so... And in any case... They find these remains... Right, and then they have to work backwards to decipher who they who the remains belong to and who the killer is. And in a subplot, Angela is uh, pregnant, but they there's a certain chance that their baby is going to have some sort of disease, or I think it's blind, some or genetic, deaf or yeah, some genetic disease that can have certain right amount of impact, serious impact, such as blindness. And they're not really talking to each other. And what they find out in the course of the, this episode, as Eva had mentioned uh, before, was about radical honesty. And it, it's about radical honesty in the sense of the subplot between right. Angela and, and Hodgins, and also because apparently the killer was part of this radical honesty club. Or somehow related to it. No, the victim, I think. The victim was was uh, part of this radical oh, honesty. Oh, right. The victim was right. in the radical honesty club. And the suspects are part of that club, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, of course, the radical honesty thing kind of um, extends itself to Bones. Right. Because she's usually radically honest. Exactly. And everybody else all of a sudden has this epiphany. Ah, what if we treat everybody like Bones? Or like we're bones. Oh, and then there's also the radical honesty subplot between Saroyan and Saroyan her and intern. What's his name? Wendell. Wendell. Yeah, Wendell. Where Who Wendell needs the, money. needs the money. He needs extra hours. Right. So, so we have a before and after of radical honesty. Before, he's really timid, and he takes what his boss's uh, decision is, and up the ass and <laughs> after radical honesty he tells her that no i need the job uh i want the job i should have the job because i need the money and nobody else needs the money and he gets it 
So, are we to believe that radical honesty is always the best policy? We will find out. What is it? Oh, it's a pipe? A titanium pipe? I think we missed a part here. I don't know where that murder weapon came from. Oh, is that... The episode's already over? <laughs> oh, and now we have these, um... Why does the, uh, the Washington mommy look like a weird <laughs> droid? I didn't know it had those two flashing. Alright, now here's the... The other... Uh, common location, the Founding Fathers Bar, where they always have a after case. investigation, yeah, yeah. Drink, solving right. the case, beer or drink or something. You know, one thing about this series is they do not shy away from people drinking a lot. <laughs> yes, that's true. Because a lot of times they'll be drinking at the bar and they order a second one and then they order a third one. Right. Right? Because you know they've been drinking beforehand. Well, and actually... That's a point of pride with Brennan. She likes to... Drink just as much as a quote-unquote man. Right. And she likes to... <laughs> and, and she likes to actually uh, boast about that, that she has a high tolerance for alcohol. Yeah. Of course. That was very Season six and these... Two still haven't gotten together. How long? Well, the answer I think we'll find out. How long can you string along the subplot of the two main characters getting not getting together? Getting together. They've managed to do it for six seasons, so honestly, almost seven. It seems like they could indefinitely keep doing this. It's such a tease. It is. I noticed that they're drinking two different types of beer. Oh, she's drinking one of those. Bitburger. Uh, no, no, no. What? Oh, they did that again? Uh, you can't cheers twice in, the, in one minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The epi- wait, the episode's over? Did they determine that it was the attorney who had... Who was the, the murderer then? Yes, I believe so, because of the way they faded out. <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> it's always the last person in the show where they fade out. Like, did you see the way they faded out where it, like, bleeded? Uh, all, the contrast was turned up, so it bleeded out. And then they show you a um, long shot of uh, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Then, you know, oh, let's transition here. We've solved the murder. And then they show you a long shot of another location mm-hmm. right yeah an establishing shot an establishing shot of one of two places where they go to to eat or drink mm-hmm. founding fathers right so you know that somebody <laughs> solved a murder somewhere in there so okay at now at the end of that episode yes the moral of the story is Radical it's honesty, radical honesty will wins the lead day. you into murder, <laughs> murdering somebody. Radical honesty will get you killed. 
<laughs> or will drive you to kill somebody because he was the director of the Radical Honesty Group. All right, but... Um, but Wendell got something that he needed by being more honest. Right. Angela and... Um, Hodgins. guy. Hodgins. Hodgins. Yeah. Got to get over the hump of their fears about their unborn child by being on more honest with each other. I think we were talking too much over the top of this show. Um, I think they came to the, <laughs> the impression that, you know what, maybe we don't have to be radical honest about everything. I like to believe that that's actually what they no, said. No, they totally honested it up, dude. And at the very end, also... Um, Booth kept his promise to Brennan about telling him her something that he had been keeping from her. I'm going to practice a little bit of radical honesty right now. <laughs> I don't necessarily like it when you call me dude. <laughs> I'm not some guy you met off the street. For the dude. listeners at home. For the listeners at home, We've yes. been together since... 14 years we've known each other for 14 years <laughs> but occasionally and you're calling me I call dude, you dude. <laughs> yeah i uh i just happen to be the the father of your uh <laughs> the child of your child that i'm holding in my arms yeah. right we married. <laughs> yeah we've had a dog together for almost 10 years <laughs> all right so my vote is that we go don't call me dude to, <laughs> that we go to um Season six, episode twenty-three, because clearly they go undercover. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the next time when you hear this, we will watch season six, episode twenty-three, which I pro- I'm guessing is the uh, is the last episode in season six. And if they don't have sex, then um, we're gonna be really sexually. Frustrated. I'm gonna be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna be sexually frustrated. Okay, so all in all, what's your verdict about how awful this show is? <laughs> about the episode we just watched, season six, it episode was twenty-one. I thought it was pretty weak in the gamut in the in the scale of Bones episodes. It was right in the middle. I it, think was, it was. A it little was bit, typical. I think it was a little bit weak. It was typical. I appreciate. Where they bring in these themes, such as radical honesty, and they, um, you know, they talk about radical honesty, or they bring in these themes, and somehow they these themes worm their way into everybody's lives, and they start considering, uh, oh, what does it mean to be radical honest? Um, they're kind of experiments for, uh, you know, their own investigation. And that's kind of what it is to be a scientist in a certain sense. And they're always experimenting scientifically on, um, okay, how do you get a pig to go through a wood chipper? Yes, that is an actual episode. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, what what is the bone? How do the bone fragments go? Right? They want to know, hmm, we suspect that the body was gone uh, through a wood chipper. So we're going to... <clears throat> Clear out the parking lot, rent a wood chipper and some pigs, and um, just try to get away with it in the names of science, right? And I think they try to do that um, also with these philosophies as well. Um, 
And it's an interesting way to fill up time uh, when you're writing a television episode. So the thing that I the thing that I like in a lot of the episodes is when they do the Chekhov's gun type of thing, right? Where the gun from the first act must go off in the third, where they plant little clues that help you to guess, ah, oh, that guy's yeah, the killer. Yeah, but that's every show. That's not every show. This show didn't have that in a big way, so it made it more boring. You're not really solving the mystery along with them the way you might in other episodes. And there was nothing zany either, which is something that I enjoy when, like you were mentioning, the pig and the wood chipper. And that's also kind of why I sort of like the really cheesy undercover episodes where they go undercover. You and like those act episodes? Act like other people. Yeah, well, because it's something zany. It's like a weird thing. If this goes on the internet, you're gonna you're gonna admit as much. <laughs> All right, let me let me put it this way: it relieves some of the monotony of the but that's clear a... bones formula that applies to every single episode. That's right? what I mean. I think you have a gradient of uh, uh, plot twists, um, plots in general, uh, of all the bones seasons where you know you have to have a undercover episode in your season you have to have a sexually a a more sexually um a more sexually um, tense tense right episode between bones and um booth um you have to have a uh, dr saroyan um oh my god i'm a parent i don't know what the fuck i'm doing episode <laughs> uh you have to have an angela and hodgins coming apart and going to, coming together again episode and you have to have i'm a crazy intern episode <laughs> right the the uh, every season's pretty much the fucking same right from exactly. the beginning to the end well and that's and that's what but there are these little deviances like you know, the episode where um, Brennan has this psychic uh, kind of meltdown where she's identifying... Psychic meltdown? Yeah. Where she can see into the future? <laughs> well, her psyche, right? And her melt- she has a meltdown in her psyche where she's identifying with <laughs> one of the victims, right? I'm and- Sister, Sister Cleo. <laughs> Sister Cleo. Sister Cleo. Sister Cleo did not have an like that. Psychic <laughs> And her name was not Sister Cleo. It was Miss Cleo, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I'm Miss Cleo. I'm having a psychic meltdown. Call me now. No, go on. So, uh, you know, you have this, you know, that episode where she's uh, identifying with one of the victims and she. Oh, thinks yeah. that she over-identifies is the victim. She over-identifies and believes that she is one of the victims. Right. And finally, at the end, she realizes she doesn't want to have those kinds of regrets. And she um, she kind of comes out to um, to Booth and, and tells him that she doesn't want to have those regrets in her life and that she has feelings for him. And she cries. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just suddenly this break in... What we're used to seeing episode after episode, and I think that's what keeps people hooked on Bones. They just live for that one in a season time where yeah, you have an actual emotional different. connection with. You had no emotional connection with Brennan and Booth. It's the typical things they do. Mm-hmm. 
in fact, the the um, the other characters in this show, uh, of which the show is not named for, um, <laughs> shows the show's not Hodgins. The show's not Hodgins and Angela. The show's not Intern Number Three. The show's Bones. Uh, the show's not Booth either, I suppose. But but they had more. You you were more invested in their emotional roller coaster life mm-hmm. than you were with bones and i mean bones and booth they talked about oh have i ever lied about you but it's more like they're having a bet with each other like oh at the end of this i bet you at the end of this uh you know at the end of solving this case that or i i promise you at the end of this case i'll reveal something about you Eh, you kind of expect that because you're building up to this moment where finally he puts his penis in her vagina. <laughs> or finally she puts her vagina over his penis. You know, I'm not, you know, it's, it's equal opportunity. Right? I mean, they keep building up to that, right? Uh, but you expect that. Um, but it's been drawing on for so long that um, it... Uh, you just, it doesn't seem like you're ever going to get there. Right. We're almost at the end of season six, and they still haven't had sex that we know of. So should we? Well, they haven't had sex recently, is what we're saying. Cause no, they've never had sex. Di- didn't they do something? No, no, no. That episode, all right, we're going to have to talk about that episode <laughs> another time, right? That episode said that they almost had sex, right. but they didn't actually have sex because they came to their quote-unquote senses. I don't know if they actually said that, but I did Something use like bunny that. ears. So. There you have it. Thank you for listening to The Bad Television Show, where the only thing better than good TV is a show about bad TV.